Hello there, ladies and germs. Ew, wait, this is the uh, this is the '90s comedian yeah. themed episode. What's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> What's the deal with cannon? Can, can Oh Jesus! Come on, yeah, we got to stay focused. Yeah. We're doing airplane a, food. What am doing, I doing? We're doing a tone shift. It's a tone shift. But I'm we're still sorry. focused on fan fiction 90s. because this is the podcast. Suck, Suck my, my fanfic. fanfic. Suck it. Suck it hard. Suck the fanfic. And I, I gotta be honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. I think we have a pretty thick and juicy fic this week. I'm waiting for the week where you say, hey guys, you know, this is not our best effort. I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be a, fa- a flaccid episode, pretty much. We, we're pretty amped about every episode going we into are. it. We yeah. have to stop that. Because mm-hmm. we're not. We're not amped about every episode. Okay, I was lying, guys. Basically, Ryan told me last night at 11, hey, are you cool with picking the fic? And I said, got it. So it's ten fifteen a.m. I picked a fic, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, th- that's how much preparation goes into these. Just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. Well, I would all, I would like to think that the real preparation is the you know many years of our lives that we've spent just dialed into pop culture. I'm right there with you. That's so, it. So that I mean, that's to, if you want to think about it that way, we've been preparing for this our whole lives. This I mean, episode. To be real, are you guys here for our preparation or for our commentary? Commentary. That's what anybody wants these days. Exactly. It's commentary. There's not the enough days. commentary. There's not enough people's situations opinions. of two young white dudes uh-huh. sitting down in front of a microphone and talking about pop culture. Mm-hmm. There's not. I've been working on my whiteness. I've been avoiding the really? sun. Have you really? Yeah. Just I've been avoiding BET. Ah. Uh, yeah. That'll keep you white. That will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we... Uh, I picked out two fix. That's a lot of prep. That's two fix I had to read. It's and one good. of them I didn't even read all the way through. Yeah. It's a wild card for both of us. It's a wild card for both of us, but Mm -hmm. I think we're going to like it. If we don't like it, we'll take it out in post. You guys will just know that there was a thing. And you'll get your money back. Yes. Part of it. All your money back. Nah, some of it. Come to think of it, you're getting no money back. That sounds good. No, we're keeping it. Yeah. You'll get a free coupon to the online store where we sell our merch. Yes, all of the merch. Mm -hmm. Buy that merch. Buy that. That's a Jake Paul joke. Oh, I have heard. I have heard that joke. And speaking of Jake Paul. Mm Mm-hmm. This week's episode is YouTube themed. Oh, yes. okay, excellent. So, um, they're they're going through a bit of a controversy right now. All of YouTube is, yeah, because of the whole uh, child exploitation thing. Have you seen that? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's this has been going on for a while. It's the idea that there's a bunch of these kid videos oh, on yeah. that are you know yeah. that have like Elsa and Anna mm-hmm. from Frozen and Spider Man oh, yeah. and all these things, and they're just they're they're buried deep on these three hundred mm-hmm. long three hundred video long playlists. Yeah. And they're like weird subliminal messages in yep. them. And you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so there's a YouTube Kids. There's an actual like YouTube Kids yep. app. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't get filtered out on that. No. No, it doesn't. And those, like those Mickey Mouse. Videos, and, I, and the other yeah. thing that's happening now is that YouTube is suggesting videos. It's all innocent, so it's not necessarily explicit. But it's like young girls just like in these videos oh, yeah. and they'll recommend more and more and it'll you know slowly wormhole we talk about going into YouTube rabbit holes yeah this is a YouTube rabbit hole you don't want to go no, down no one should and um, recently they've been losing like a lot of ads yeah a lot of advertisements have been yeah. pulled I mean that's such a, a weird subject to be honest with you because mm-hmm. on one hand the question is kind of like who do you think you are thinking you can make money off of YouTube and that was your kind Google. of a mindset your Google. for a while that's yeah, who you exactly. are. your Google but that was kind of the mindset for a while. And if you quit your job and you become a YouTuber, mm-hmm. you're stupid. And that was that's kind of the idea is, you know, you quit a solid, steady job mm-hmm. to make money off of ads that you aren't guaranteed. Uh, at the same time, though, a lot of people are chasing their passions with that. So that's like if we 
uh, only did the podcast full time and were somehow able to support ourselves. It would kind of, you know, a lot of people would say we were stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which we are, thanks to our massive Google yeah, sponsorship. Shout out Google. Thanks Shout out sponsoring. Google, Ryan Reynolds, Fortnite. It's a long list. It's mm-hmm. a big list, guys. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That, yeah, the ads, it's a really tricky subject. It's a really tricky thing because they had like uh, the adpocalypse is what they called it. I think that was last year, maybe the year before. And all that was actually triggered by PewDiePie. So he did this one video where he was wearing a British World War II officer's outfit. He went on Fiverr and had people... He was trying to see how far he could get people to go on Fiverr. What is Fiverr? You don't know Fiverr? Okay. So the idea of Fiverr is very simple. Someone... I'll give you a Fiverr. I'll give you a Fiverr. Fiverr? Yeah. You pay $5 and someone will do something for you. And this is... Okay. Yeah. So it... That sounds very sketchy. It's weird. And there's I thought that was Craigslist. It's basically the same thing. Probably less than a fiver. Yeah, probably. Well, depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. If you're back in Florida, it's probably about two. two. Up, up in New York, two for yeah, two for up mm-hmm. in New York, it's probably five, five or seven or depending yeah. on yeah, that's just what cost, borough you're in. Cost of living. Yeah. If you're in the Bronx, it's probably only two. Sure. You just got got the Bronx. Got him. That was the whole point of this podcast. Got to set up that Bronx burn. All right. That good night, ladies good and gentlemen. Night. our outro okay. music okay yeah. anyways so fiverr there was a guy in there who looked like jesus and you could pay him five bucks to say whatever you wanted cool and he'd record himself saying it you can get drawings of yourself on fiverr hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. really quick really easy stuff and there's this one where they have these kids from india who don't know what they're saying in english who will say stuff in english mm-hmm. and it's funny because they're not pronouncing it the right way mm-hmm. and they're saying anything mm-hmm. So he was getting these people to say anything or, like, write something on a poster and hold it up. Mm-hmm. And it was stuff along the lines of, like, Hitler did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Holocaust isn't real. I don't this, think that was This is them, slowly but. creeping into, like, Black Mirror, Twilight Zone level technology where yeah. it's like, I'll give you a fiver to to go kill someone. Exactly. And then everyone in the world They're is going to go murder it. people. Yeah. yeah. So PewDiePie did that mm-hmm. dressed in the outfit the costume whatever you want to call it and was laughing at it and so they were saying oh PewDiePie's a nazi okay and he was making a commentary on how fiverr wasn't regulating this mm-hmm. like you could have awful things happening on fiverr pay someone five dollars they'll do it mm-hmm. and that's you know it's happening and so he was really just trying to like expose that instead it got taken as PewDiePie's a nazi and mm-hmm. coke is running their ads over these videos mm-hmm. and when that happened, they also started going through all these other, quote-unquote, inappropriate videos all across the platform mm-hmm. and screen capping, right. uh, you know, a Coke ad over something, a Pepsi ad over mm-hmm. something, Walmart, Toyota, Honda, Dodge, all that, all these really big companies. And all, and all of the, the, the videos that we have advertised on, because we're right up there. Yeah, with we're those, right up there with them. With those conglomerates. Sure. Yeah. we got a lot but of money not in letting... our ad department. No, we're not letting the PC police tell us where to put our ads. Exactly. So they're staying. We will literally they put are them staying. anywhere. Yes. We're so desperate. Yep. Yeah. Please listen to us. Tell your friends, mm-hmm. please. Anyways, the adpocalypse came and all of those companies pulled back money. So people who were making money full time stopped. Except for Subway. Jared's like, let's keep pushing. Yeah, Jared... 
Especially, What's wrong, guys? Especially those Spider-Man Elsa videos. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that that's yeah. that sorted itself out. And then later. just as Subway thought they were good and they found a new sponsor, Jesse Smollett had to go and mess <laughs> it up. <laughs> he wasn't the new sponsor of Subway, was he? He was carrying Subway. Oh, that was the man. that was the part of the story. <laughs> oh, that he good. went to Subway at two AM and then came back holding the Subway Ouch. after the attack. We won't touch on that. Yeah, that's, that's it a was just a subway joke. Yeah, it, he was the new. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Anyways, man, we are we're going on this YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't get so we'll get back to the YouTube stuff because we are gonna. Okay, so we pretty much covered. Uh, we pretty much covered the, this, what's going on with YouTube for the most part. Yeah, state not of all affairs. of it, but mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, I would say all of it. All, all of it. All that's of that's a pretty. You use that information now. Go forth into the world yeah. and and treat it as gospel. What are you doing? Listening to us? Go to YouTube right now mm-hmm. and listen to us on YouTube because we're also on YouTube. Plug shameless plug. Nice hashtag. Don't care. Anyways, I did have an opening bit of conversation. All right, if you're interested. Sure. So it's just the two of us. Obviously, we don't have thousands and, well, of people and Henry. speaking. And, yeah, and Henry, Mister Mister mm-hmm. Cavill. Mm-hmm. And all three of the people that actually interact with us on Twitter, sure. which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask the question, because to my understanding, you've written some fanfic, right? Yeah. About about how many fics have you have you read? Uh, I mean, that's between like what I wrote, written on pieces of paper yeah. stashed under my bed and what I've actually posted. Uh, probably more the former. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, maybe in the 20 i don't know 20 okay yeah. Would, do you nothing think nothing very verbose just yeah yeah so i feel like with fanfic writers do you either have someone that does it a lot or mm-hmm. you have someone that does it once right i don't really think you kind of have like a middle of the line sure yeah, 20 but, sounds like a lot to me yeah i mean they're, they're like i do a bunch of drabbles versus yeah. someone who's more long form yeah long form for sure so my question was what kind of inspires someone to write fanfic Hmm. You know what? What's going on in someone's head where they want to write fanfic? I'm not. I'm not diagnosing it as something awful. I'm just saying, uh, you know, why? Why did you write the fanfic? What was the the inspiration? Well, I mean, I, I, I as a kid, I had a pretty overactive imagination. I'd like okay. to think I like you know make believe was one of my favorite things. I could just you know hang out in the backyard and just pretend that was my thing you know i didn't necessarily have a lot of we didn't usually use props had a plastic lightsaber but that's all i needed that was my favorite thing was just okay to create narratives and put myself in them um so i think a natural extension from that would be to write fan fiction and put myself in those situations just okay. as a mental exercise something where i can just kind of sit there and think wouldn't that be nice yeah um but just- it, it it came from usually a period of prolonged exposure to the source material like if a harry potter movie was coming out or i had just read the book yeah that was prime time for me to write some hp fic okay is harry potter the only thing you've ever written um avatar the last airbender okay i love Uh, avatar if you were if you were an avatar what would you be bending what would i be bending um i think it's personality based i'm gonna be honest with you um i'm gonna i'm gonna say what i think and then I'm going to say what I always wrote myself as. Okay. And then you can um, you can say what you think okay. on the count of three. We'll, we'll figure out what's going on. All right. One, One two, three. Earth. Fire. Oh. Really? I thought Earth got a bad shake. I really liked Earthbending. I, I think I'm an Earthbender. I think I would be an Earthbender for that's, sure. That's fair. Because yeah. I, I feel like with Earthbenders, you're very steady. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm not. I don't know why. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, yeah. I, I not that I'm like, oh, I'm super stable or anything, but I'm yeah. saying like I think I have like a steady ground, and yes. I think that's 
you need to be on the ground. You need to have a steady ground to be sure. an earth bender. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've always kind of figured I would be earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say either fire or water for you. I was water was the other popular. Water's, one. Yeah, water's the other one. But mm-hmm. I think water's very fluid. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're not fluid. But I don't know if you're like fluid enough to be water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that you're. You know, you have like you're bipolar. No, no, no. Go on, no. go on. Tell me. Tell me. No, that's not. Tell me. Oh my god. Tell me about my temper. Tell Is me that why you think I'm fire? I huh? Am. No. No, I feel like with the the water, you're very open. Sure. You're very fluid. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, you know what? No, I'm not open. I'm going to draw the line right there. There you go. Earth. Earth. <laughs> um, I am Earth. Yes, but yeah, that, that was that was uh, basically the gist of it. Because I, you know, yeah. I would get really into those things, and I I also like to draw a lot as a kid. So I would draw comics. That would okay. be kind of my also yeah. alternate form of fan fiction. Would you say that writing the fan fiction helped you develop your storytelling? skills and also understand hmm. storytelling better um i would say the quality of my fan fictions are just awful well so that was my when you're lab. young nobody's is good that was me hashing it out and making yeah. a lot of mistakes i don't think i'm perfect communicator no. by any stretch of the imagination i don't think any no. writer's perfect yeah. i don't think any writer thinks they're perfect no, if they do they're not a good writer it's like a practice it's like yeah. a thing that you're always striving yeah. towards that's um, what's always crazy to me because when i was growing up i always figured that you know writing stories all this other stuff it's almost this concrete story. It's mm-hmm. it's written in black and white. You mm-hmm. pick it up, it's a book. It's this story. And now that I'm older and I know people who are publishing books and I like to write, I start realizing just how fluid it is, how it's not this concrete thing and it feels so weird. Like exactly. I feel foolish writing things mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, it can be changed. You can't change what's in blank. In Lord of the Rings, it's set. Exactly, but it's not. Exactly. And so that's always really interesting to me to think that it is this changing thing. Mm -hmm. It is not rigid. You can retcon something, Mm -hmm. especially when you get into something that is massive, that's not controlled by a single mind anymore. Yeah. I think um, I think it's also like a certain degree when you get to this age, you're starting to see okay, maybe these people that you looked up to, like an adult, doesn't mm-hmm. they're not having all the answers. You know, no. they're just a person like you. You're at the yeah. same level as them. They're focusing on where the poop goes and not whether or not there were Nazi. I gotta wizards. get gotta get my Activia. I yeah. gotta get my brand. As long as I'm two movements a day, that's all I care yeah. about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I, if, for all the the five of you listening, if you guys have any word on, you know, writing, what inspires you, what because I've only ever written one piece of fan fiction. It was for Ryan, and it was a while ago, oh. and it was it was a joke. It was mm-hmm. a piece of joke fiction. It was fiction. Good. It was good though. It was good. It, ha- it had all the it had all the um, of like a of a good just like quick hit fan fiction yeah. where you know everything kind of hap- happens for a reason gets wrapped up nice yeah. at the end. I'm a sucker for when things get wrapped up. I think it was only 1500 words. It was quick. Solid. Yeah. Most of it was good. Good uh, uh, good first I think outing. it was called a, a cold winter's night mm-hmm. and it was about a reindeer who lost control flying over Israel and had to have a Jew help him pass out the presents for Christmas. You know, Santa may- couldn't do it. Maybe we'll do a dramatic reading, kind of like a radio play. I would do it. With sound effects. I would do it. Yeah. I'd have to read over it again and make sure it's not too anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that anti-Semitic, I'm joking. but It's very edgy. It's yeah, I mean, it's not edgy. It just uses, like, Yiddish words. But, we'll, have, I mean, uh, we'll have the, what is it, the squiggle? The squick? Squi- yeah, squick. We'll, we'll have a squick lot of up. tags and squicks. Yeah. But I, growing up, I heard all those Yiddish words and thought they were just normal. Mm-hmm. And so when I've showed it to people and they're like, what is this? And they thought I was just being, they thought I was being anti-Semitic. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I mean, 
these are just words I've always heard. I thought everybody knew these words. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my dirty little secret that I, I'm part Jew, mm-hmm. grew up with some Jews. So nothing wrong with that. No, there's not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Nope. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, so I, I, I guess what, that's why I was joking when I said be anti-Semitic because mm-hmm. if, if someone didn't know and heard some misplaced Yiddish. Then, right. Well, I mean, that's the kind of person who probably went and saw Fiddler on the Roof. And if they didn't know that it yeah. was coming from that community, they'd be like, man, these guys are really yeah, overdoing this is it. pretty this disgusting. Is a pretty harmful stereotypes in this. Yeah. You know, you can actually see an all Yiddish version of Fiddler on the Roof in New York. Can you? Yeah. What are we doing here? I don't, I don't know. They even have English subtitles. Let's, I don't know how let's that do works. A quick, let's do a quick moment of silence so we know when to cut it. Because yeah, we're, we're going to go right now and see right it. Now. Okay, so we'll have a moment right. of silence One, and then we'll two, cut three. it. When you've been a Rothschild, oh, you diddle, 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 dum. Ganze teg volt, you zibiti bum. When you've been a Reicher man. Yeah, my was a rich man. That dude blew my mind. What a show. What a show. The production value, very low. Didn't even need the English subtitles. Super low production value. So good. I, I You know, that was... That was outstanding. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to see any other play again for the rest of my life, a musical, because that just topped it. And I have Avenue Avenue Q tickets tonight, and I'm not going anywhere. Burn them. They're burnt. Burn them. They are burnt. Sell them. Sell them. Make some money. Let's go. I don't want to waste yeah, the money. money. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They were pretty pricey. I've got so much merch. Okay, I'm going to take off yeah. my uh, filler on the roof hat. And my Fit on the roof my, yarmulke. My, my yes, and my uh, <laughs> it just doesn't have a brim. Um, and then my uh, foam finger and. Uh, Wow, I'm glad we did that. That was good. I feel culturally enriched. I do too. Yeah, I feel. Uh, I felt like I was at home. I felt like I was at home. Nice. It was nice. I felt very welcome. Yes, as you should have. Mm-hmm. As you should have. Mm-hmm. Back to the fix. Back to the fix. Whew. Oh, is that uh, what we're doing? I totally I forgot. Yeah, I totally that was forgot. like that was like five hours ago. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised that my this is even still recording. I have to cut all of that yeah, out. But yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So I have two fix. Okay. Two fix for this week. The first one is called PewDiePie's Majestic Adventure. Mm-hmm. The second one is called Holes. Dig it out. Oh, oh, dig it. Like that holes? You're going to be very disappointed when you know what it actually is. <laughs> Until I find out, I'm going to just Stanley yell that, so I'll keep that in my mind. I love that movie. And that book. And the book. It's mm-hmm. so good. So you said you used to watch PewDiePie as a kid. We were talking about, uh, on our way back yeah. from, from Fiddler. Yeah, I think um, I had wa- I had just been you know clicking around on YouTube. I used to watch a lot of like the gaming channels like when I was a kid, and those were still kind of catching on. Mm-hmm. And I had seen one that I thought was pretty funny. He was playing some game where you're going through the woods, and it's like a scary game. I don't. Oh, know. Uh, it wasn't Slender Man. It wasn't Slender no, Man. No, it, it was way okay. before Slender Man came. Wow. Out. So um, this is like on like the desktop that my parents had gotten. So like this uh, is when I was a kid. Was it was it a tan desktop? One of those? One of those old ones? No, it was a, it was okay. it was black. It was a Dell. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mister Fancy. Extremely extremely wealthy. Um, <laughs> and I remember, yeah, it was like something about a chair, and I was like, okay, this guy's this guy's pretty funny. Like I was laughing. He seems mm. pretty like manic all over the place. That's great. And then I just I never found his videos ever again. And I was like, where is I can't find this guy. And then I started seeing, like, people were talking about PewDiePie, PewDiePie, PewDiePie. And I, was, I never, I was being, a, you know, mm-hmm. a contrarian. And then I ended up watching it, and I realized, oh, that's the same, that's the same like, dude. Swedish dude yeah. or whatever. Um, 
So I made that connection, but I had never really been that part of like the bro army or whatever you want yeah, to call it. The brosters, whatever, whatever yeah. he calls them. But PewDiePie is is a YouTuber who records himself originally playing like horror games, yeah. jump scare games, and has just branched out into being a media personality. He barely ever plays games now. Uh huh. Yeah. He he had a YouTube show at one point called Scare PewDiePie. Yep. Uh, he was on South Park. Yeah, he was. On, that was a great arc. That was an South interesting Park. way to wrap it up. Yeah, that that whole season. Yeah, um, but his his name is uh, Felix, right? Felix. He's uh-huh. from Sweden. Uh-huh. He lives in the UK, to my knowledge. He's got most uh, subscribers on he, YouTube. So second most. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this. He okay. has the most. Mm-hmm. He has the most. He's currently. the hostess with the most. He's the hostess with the mostest. So I remember. I think it was a year ago, maybe a year and a half. They were making a big deal that he was going to cross 60 million. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, 60 million subs. That's a lot. And he's the most you, uh, subscribed to YouTuber ever. Mm-hmm. He likely uh, will remain that for a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. So early last year, it was reported that a Indian channel called T-Series was going to pass him. Mm-hmm. So the crazy thing about T-Series is that it's a corporation but it's not like they're a corporation in partnership with YouTube. It's like if Disney made a YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. I know they have. But T-Series... Pause real quick. Yeah. Frozen 2 trailer. Have you seen it? Yes. Dude, I'm pretty sure it's like exactly the Frozen fanfic that we read. It's like, basically the same thing. It's like a darker... It's the like, same exact real, thing. I'm like, I was so... When I sent that to you, I was so floored. <laughs> I was so hyped. I'm so ready. Oh, God. I'm I, so ready. I saw Dude, it. we're going to see it. We got to go see it. We're going to have to do a, a Fiddlers uh, on the Roof-esque outing to go see yeah, it. Yeah, or we'll just do a Ryan and Alex movie review. Oh, okay. We're movie review, uh, movie review podcast now as well. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, we're doing... Okay, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. We'll keep it Or I could just film it with my phone, and we could just put it on YouTube. Yeah, let's make some money. Let's make some money off yeah. of that. We could definitely go sell it at Times Square. Let's get it. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it. Anyways, mm-hmm. T-Series, which is a Indian company. Yep. They started growing really quick mm-hmm. because people in India were subscribing. And they post a lot of Bollywood stuff, music videos, trailers for movies, stuff like that. A lot of stuff that Western audiences don't consume. Mm-hmm. But the thing about PewDiePie, especially since English is kind of becoming this international language, obviously. English, really kind of like almost a lingua franca. For the most part, yeah. yeah it's I mean, my, I, mean I, I, you know, the whole natural world should be speaking Portuguese because, you know, Christopher Columbus yeah. sailing the world. But English really coming up. Sailing the world for Spain. Mm-hmm. Not for Portugal. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. You're good. Portugal, Portugal was going around the, the Horn of Africa oh, and heading for into, sure. That's why that's what I'm thinking yeah, the conquest. And, you know, they had like all of South America too. Okay. So. That's what I was talking no, you're about. You're good. Don't worry. Sorry. My apologies to Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Come on. He was also Italian, which just really throws a wrench in it. Right. Queen, Queen Isabella, though. Gave him that money. Yes. Ah, yes. see, I'm back. You're good. You know, you know what you're talking about. I'm on. I'm there. I'm in there. Anyways. But again, uh, TLDR, English. Yeah. Uh, really on the rise. It is, obviously. And so PewDiePie does kind of appeal to people in India. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of the thing. Uh, There's kind of this big, big YouTube fight right now between PewDiePie and Mm T-Series. So it's a meme, subscribe to PewDiePie. And, like, everybody's doing it. And I think he was at 60 million last year. might have been the year before. Mm -hmm. He's at 85 and a half now. Mm -hmm. He's grown like crazy in the past few months. Mm -hmm. Because the biggest thing is, it's not that everybody loves PewDiePie. 
it's now the little guy versus a corporation. It's funny that he's the little guy when, he's a, when he has 85 million subs. And he, he is essentially he is a, a corporation. A corporation. Yeah. But the thing is— That's uh, great marketing for him. He well, he started doing it, but he's not been the one that's been continuing it. I mean, other that's, YouTubers. That's are. the power of being like he's like a cult of personality. Yeah. All he's got to do is start the ball rolling, yeah. and and now all these other YouTubers have come out, who you know, ten million, twelve million, thirty million subs, mm-hmm. saying sub to PewDiePie, man, mm-hmm. because we don't want this corporation to be us YouTubers. That's like in in the future, like when um, we have like the end all be all boxing match between yeah. like the robot and the human and the person. Doesn't matter where that person's from, what they look like. Nope. We're all hey man, you should be doing push ups right now. What yeah. do, you, do you, you need? You need something from me? What do you need? I'm gonna help you out exactly, and we're gonna watch it, and we're gonna lose. Yes, and the robots will win exactly. But we will know we went down fighting. Exactly. And that's sort of been this thing with PewDiePie. Mm-hmm. So he's been putting out a lot, a lot of jokes. He made a song called Bitch Lasagna. Mm-hmm. And it's this is diss track, which is obviously like a joke because that's a big thing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he has just skyrocketed with subs. Mm-hmm. And we keep getting really close. Okay, so they're going back. T-Series yeah. and PewDiePie. T-Series back has not passed him. But At they, all. I think the closest they got was 9,000 subs. Okay. Which, when you're talking 85 million, mm-hmm. 9,000 is right there. Exactly. Like, you've almost gotten past. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like the difference in Florida for an election. Exactly. Yeah. That's basically it. And so, I wanted to do a PewDiePie fanfic and hit everybody with that sub to PewDiePie. Oh. Yeah. So, we're endorsing um, the Nazi. I will end- <laughs> I will endorse PewDiePie. Okay. You don't have to. Okay. I will. It's not an official suck my fanfic stance. Mm-hmm. I will make that uh, that clear. It's it's a current event in it's the spirit of things. It is. I mean, it really is. Like it's blowing up. Like I said, it's become this big meme. There's another YouTuber named Mr. Beast who mm-hmm. bought tickets to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. sat behind the uprights for the the field goal, and sadly only one field goal was kicked. Mm-hmm. But they were wearing shirts that said "Sub to PewDiePie," so you actually could see them wow. on the Super Bowl with "Sub to PewDiePie." Wow! Yeah, they also those guys bought out every bill, billboard in their town. Mm-hmm. Sub to PewDiePie. Wow! So it's like I said, it's become kind of a meme. I have not heard of this at all. Yeah, there's there's this one thing. There's a group of people online called the Hacker Giraffe. Mm-hmm. And they just hack things, but they're hacktivists. Mm-hmm. So one of the things they did is they did this big scan of the world. And I think they found somewhere around eighty or 90,000 unsecured printers mm-hmm. of all different shapes and forms. That's, that's, that's fantastic. And they printed sub to PewDiePie, thanks, signed Hacker Giraffe. Hmm. And people said that this was a big attack by PewDiePie, all this other stuff. One, he didn't endorse it. He just laughed at it, which obviously meant he endorsed it. And That's kind of his thing, it. though. Things happen, then he just laughs at them, and yeah. then people give him money. Pretty, pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and that's not to say he hasn't, you know, made some mistakes, said some things he shouldn't have. Absolutely. He did say the N-word on a stream. He did. That's why he doesn't stream anymore. Well, he, he recently has started again to get the subs. Because of money. Because of money, mm-hmm. yeah, for the subs. Uh, so obviously he's not perfect, but, you know, it's you – know, everyone makes mistakes. So it's, it's hard for someone, especially, you know, coming of in age. That spotlight, yeah. To be a young person yeah. growing up and learning and making it, mistakes. Especially – I mean, he knew it at the time, but he's not from America. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand that word as well as someone that grew up here did. Mm-hmm. He only always kind of knew it. And, you know, for people that grow up outside of the, outside of the U.S., they hear it in rap songs, sure. they hear, see it in movies and stuff, see people use it online, and they don't really grasp the full weight of it. The gravity of it, yeah. Exactly. So he used it in anger, 
and he actually, well, he called someone that mm-hmm. in anger, mm-hmm. and that was the issue. Uh, but he apologized for it. He's tried to move on. So if that offends you and if that's a big deal, I'm sorry that I said sub to PewDiePie. We're, cu- we're, we're, we're cutting edge. Yeah, we're cutting the edge People here. think we're these, like, you know, sympathetic yeah. fanfic readers. No, no, we're very... We're cutting the edge. Exactly. We're existing on the fringe of society. Exactly. I exactly. always live on the fringe of society. Yeah, but too. that's just a... The thing I yeah I, that's because I can't afford happens. to live in society yeah exactly yeah. the I, rent's I'm too high poor. in the center of <laughs> yeah. society so I'm kind of on the peripheral most of the time um, yes right where I want to be yes anywho so I was going to read this PewDiePie themed fanfic okay and I think it's interesting it touches on a lot of themes that we like and uh-huh. it is almost this topical allegory. That I think uh, we can really di- topical. You know, dig so you can you apply this allegory to places where you have like a rash, mostly rashes. Topical allegory. Yeah, okay. no, it's not really like a preventative thing, like a lotion. Okay. PewDiePie's majestic adventure, and I will say I did summarize this one for the most part. Fantastic. It's three chapters. Mm-hmm. I feel bad us reading things all the way through because you know someone someone wrote that, so we don't want to read the full thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of it is summarized. Okay. So if you want to read the full thing, you have to go find it. Congrats. By, by Googling it and finding it yeah, immediately. it's on Archive of Our Own. It's a great website. It's a great website. Chapter 1. The only sound heard throughout the courtroom was a grandfather clock ticking. However, if you were to be there, you'd be aware of there being no need for sound at all. The intensity of the situation was clearly felt through the feelings of the people in the room. Their gaze fell on one man standing in the center. His suit was as black as the midnight sky, and the red-spotted tie he wore stood out like a star. His hair, somewhat combed but still showing a hint of being messy, was a duller blonde. So that's the first paragraph. Mm -hmm. That obviously wasn't summarized. Mm -hmm. So Pudes is in a courtroom. Yep. Wearing a black suit. Wearing a black suit. The judge asks the jury if they have to come to a de- or if they've come to a decision. Okay. So this is me summarizing it. We, the jury, find the defendant guilty on all charges. The room is silent once more, save for the grandfather clock. The man's mouth hangs agape, and he looks out at people behind him. People had come to watch his fall from grace. Some had faces of misery, others of happiness. So I, I, I like that paragraph mm-hmm. because especially on like the YouTube community, internet community, there are people who love him, people who hate him. So, you know, this whole idea of him in a courtroom, it would be appropriate that you know, yeah. some people are there to cheer, some people are there to yeah, cry. It's the natural magnetism of celebrity. The people exactly. who love them will watch and the people yeah. who hate them will also cheer. watch. Yeah, and they'll cheer. So PewDiePie latches out in anger and sadness and confusion all at once. And he says, what about the bros? What will they think when I turn up missing? You cannot kill me. I will not be noticed. I'm too big. Or I will be noticed. I'm too big. I cannot die. Mm. Ooh, sentenced to death. Yeah, so we have a really grim uh, setting here. Okay. Really, really, really grim. The culture police are cracking down on pudes. The culture police are cracking, cracking down on pudes. So one of the... This is, this is another part of the story. One of the guards chuckles at his words. Die? Sorry, buddy. But we don't kill people. We have much more poetic forms of punishment. Mm. You will only be dead in thought. We will fake it. We already removed your girlfriend. And if you think faking the death of a YouTuber that was only relevant for a few years is hard, maybe you aren't thinking hard enough. 
He laughs again, as does his associate. His associate? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A new character. Yes. Oh, not mentioned before. Next, they take him to a room with a small metal chair, and it looks like... Is it a creaky chair? It is not a creaky chair. I hate those chairs. I hate creaky chairs. They just make noise every time you move around. Felix believes... That's PewDiePie's real name, Felix. Mm -hmm. He believes that it's an electric chair, so he starts to freak out. And then he gets strapped in, and he just starts crying. Mm -hmm. What did I ever do do to deserve this, he asks himself. It's extremely bleak. Yeah, tears stream down his face. I don't deserve this. Well, son, one of the guards says, maybe next time you won't become so popular on YouTube. On the YouTubes. Yeah. He looks over at his friend. Flip the switch. It's been tested. It will successfully transport his consciousness. In this institution, they do not kill. Their justice is poetic. And if anything, PewDiePie's adventure will be an epic comparable to the Iliad in no time. <laughs> so that's the that's the final paragraph of chapter one. The author's the final, really yeah. just, hey, you know what? You, you read that Iliad? Yeah. Put this right next to it. I will say I feel like the Odyssey is a little more of an epic, more of an adventure. No, 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 no. That's too much. But Iliad, we're on the Iliad level. Okay, Odyssey's too big. Don't even, yeah, see, they want to remove, yeah, Beowulf, Sorry. Odyssey, too much. Iliad, though? Put him right next to yeah, time. Iliad for sure. The author is opening oh. himself up, him or herself up, him or her themselves up to any comparison, anything. Mm-hmm. So, chapter two, Felix wakes up on his back and he's in pain. He looks up in the sky and there are no stars. There's just a big moon. He looks around him and he sees a house in the distance and he decides to walk to it. So, on his walk, he starts to reflect on how he got here. Okay, good. Oh, cool. This is yeah. good framing. Yeah, it, the framing in it, for only being three chapters, is really cool. pretty great. Felix had once been a simple man, his only real hobbies being video games and making people laugh. Felix loved people. People were the bee's knees. Mm. One day... Is this, is this like a flashback to the 50s? <laughs> Basically. People were the bee's, bees knees. knees. Felix Say. went down to the soda fountain. Soda fountain. Exactly. One day, Felix decided to put up some Call of Duty Let's Plays on YouTube, just as a small thing. So, what's a Let's Play? A Let's Play is when you will just um, capture footage of a game, a video game, as you play it, with you just talking over it. And it's supposed to be, let's play this game together, me and you, the Mm -hmm. viewer. This is kind of like a let's read. This is a let's read, for sure. We're reading and and, and understanding and discussing along with you, the listener. Yeah, and then when you get into the nitty-gritty of the, the Let's Plays... Uh, for example, Nintendo doesn't like Let's Plays. Well, they block all. Of they their, block them all. All yeah. their um, their footage and their gameplay. Other game developers look at it as free advertising. Free advertising and honest advertising too, especially if they're not paying the person to review it. Mm-hmm. So if PewDiePie plays whatever game online and he's not being paid, he's mm-hmm. going to be honest, and people know that. Yeah, and that's why people tune in because mm-hmm. they know he's going to be honest. And if you have a similar taste in video games, mm-hmm. he likes the game. You might like it. And if you do a let's play, you're watching the first thirty minutes of the game, forty minutes. I've hour. watched let's plays of the entire exactly. Gameplay. Yeah, and I think that's a little too much. And there are <laughs> thanks. Do, there, I, need to, do there, I need to go see someone? No, no, no. There, there are some. <laughs> companies that will say don't play the last 30 minutes huh. or like don't show the last 30 minutes because they want people to buy it themselves i mean i ended up still buying the games and i think that's important too i think let's plays are a net good mm-hmm. i don't think they're bad but some people don't like them some people think they're well dumb. a lot of people don't understand them. they're like why don't you just play the game i mean i'm kind of right there too mm-hmm. but if it's a story driven game especially if it's like detroit become human mm-hmm. which is all story driven and decision based right. or like heavy rain yeah mm-hmm. and you 
especially a, uh, a game that has 30 different endings, you're not going to play it 30 times. Right. You might as well just watch someone else play mm-hmm. it. Especially if you're in the car or you're not, you know. Yeah, while you're driving, you'll watch a while couple, you're, like 30 hours of a YouTube. Tesla, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Except for that one guy that was watching Harry Potter. And that's oh, not yeah. fine. A couple yeah. other guys, yeah. Pretty much everybody. Jeez, yeah. Maybe someone would watch them and be like, haha, he's pretty funny. And maybe he'd even get a couple of subscribers. It wasn't supposed to get this far. Oh, my God. It wasn't is, supposed is, to get so hitting, intense. This is hitting me directly. Felix was a sensation. People loved his act, his persona. PewDiePie was a common name among forum goers. He was even popular enough the hipsters hated him for being mainstream. Oh, that sounds like me. He got paid to play video games. That is the dream, the dream of any man. Yet times changed quickly for poor Felix. YouTube got greedy, started cutting profits for all people, including PewDiePie. He made his money lessen, or this made his money lessen, and costs were cut. No big deal. It wasn't like he was hit hard. He still had enough to do what he loved. That's all that really mattered. Then, YouTube started initiating the policies. The policies were a new agreement for YouTube partners. Basically, a new contract was written that stated they were allowed to take extreme measures. If Felix told you he had read it when he clicked the agreed terms and conditions, well, he'd be a liar. He had clicked on them without even reading. No one read them. No one ever reads them. It was good for their sanity to not read them. This is this is interesting. I this is opening the door. I'm thinking, you know, this is like a YouTube dystopia story. It is fantastic. It is. And I can't tell if that's because this is like PewDiePie propaganda, PewDieGanda. I don't think so. This is just someone genuinely concerned about it. If if yes. a like a dystopia totalitarian regime Mm -hmm. tech regime is ever going to be built it will be built through the terms and agreements it will and i think uh, south park has a really good episode with that with the human sent ipad Mm -hmm. where if you're an apple user you agree to the terms Mm and conditions if you click agree Mm -hmm. then you can be used in a human sent ipad so what is an electronic signature if we just hand it out willy-nilly exactly and the the joke in that episode is that Nobody reads the terms and agreements except for Butters. Everybody reads it. Except oh, that's for everyone Stan. except for Kyle. It's Kyle because oh, yeah. his dad's the lawyer and he can't get him out because mm-hmm. he signed the terms and agreements. You're right. You're right. It is. And I think I think it's a really interesting topic of conversation because it's it's really kind of plays into how big these tech companies are getting, mm-hmm. and we just willy nilly give them permission to collect our data and sell it use it any way they want mm-hmm. and, and then, hold it very insecurely yeah and then a year later thing. we get upset about it mm-hmm. and we say well how could this be well you get you said yes and you give that information over willingly mm-hmm. which is really scary so i, I it, it really felt but to, it, it, there's also such a barrier to entry because even if we did read the terms and conditions they have those written no. in such a specific way yeah. that they'll leave language open to interpretation that they can do what they want i'm not going to sit there as like a 13 year old making yeah. lying to facebook saying i'm five years older so i can make my first account being like mm, like let me really parse out yeah. what this means they're taking advantage of people exactly and they know it they know it too and that's the crazy thing which makes me even more excited to hear the rest of this yes. story so i, I like like this because it, it it almost feels like some sort of a commentary on just how big these tech companies are getting and just how easily they can spiral. And it also brings up the question of mm-hmm. like with YouTube, mm-hmm. 
and Twitter and Facebook, should they be utilities? Mm. Why are these tech companies allowed to do whatever they want with them? Are they the, the town square? Exactly. Should they be regulated? And YouTube particularly is, I think, a little more important than Twitter. It might not be as used. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little more important because you can put on a three-hour long-form discussion. Right. But a lot of people won't want to sit there and look at the whole thing. As totally untrue. Twitter, But Twitter, though, one tweet can affect the stock market. Twitter's impulsive. But for the people that don't – it will infect the, the stock market with Elon Musk. You're right. Twitter's more impulsive. I will agree to that. And it's easier. It's more accessible. It's got these ripples of yeah. unintended consequences. But I think – when you look at people like Joe Rogan, who sure. put on three or four hour conversations, mm-hmm. get millions of plays, mm-hmm. and the retention rate on it is stellar, mm-hmm. people are staying for Joe Rogan and mm-hmm. they're watching the entire conversation. Right. So I think it all depends on who you are as a person, whether or not you like that platform. Right. I just, I, like I said, I think YouTube might be a little more important or a little more valuable, especially as like a town square. Because right. to me, the t- Twitter's good because you can share information quickly. Just in, information, instantly. true or false, whatever you yeah, want. Instantly. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty significant, pretty profound. But if you're looking as far as long-form discussion, uh, really getting to discuss something, mm-hmm. I think YouTube definitely tops it. I mean, but I mean, YouTube will have these dedicated followers and the people who are willing to sit down for three yeah. hours. Whereas, if Donald Trump tweets something, immediately sixty million people yeah. read it and they and I don't even have to follow Trump. To yeah, yeah, it just happens. Exactly. Those are the people that follow him. The people outside of you know, yeah. one hundred twenty. It affects all of us. So three hundred million. Yeah. So I think I think this story in particular is kind of addressing. Mm-hmm. I, it's obviously a fantastical version of it. Sure. But it's interesting. Yeah. I like it. I like stuff like that. It's I happened. like dystopia. All, all throughout history, people have brought it to fantastical yeah, exactly. levels to kind of to show. Make a point. 1984, exactly. for most people, it was supposed to be fake. It wasn't supposed to be real, whether or <laughs> not you want to argue it is now. Uh, and that was kind of the thing. So next we find out that YouTube has made these new policies to get rid of creators, all the while keeping their channels up to continue to profit off of them. Good. Yeah. Many YouTubers started to disappear, and eventually Felix got suspicious. He reached out to many of his friends who had, quote, gone dark, Mm -hmm. but did not have any luck hearing from them. He even flew to one of their houses, and all the neighbors said the person just moved away. Mm -hmm. He reached out to the public, asking if anyone knew where the people could have gone. And this is another part of the the story. Mm -hmm. After 48 hours and 27 million hits, Felix's video was taken down. Mm -hmm. When he tried viewing it, it came up as an infringement of the YouTube terms and conditions. He was slightly confused, but still decided to post another video like it, explaining why the video was gone. While trying to submit a uh, submit it, a pop-up came up saying he had to get administrative approval to post the video. This was extremely concerning. He'd never had to do this before. His video was denied, and he received an email saying if he didn't stop posting such videos, he'd be in a breach of contract. Hmm. So he ends up letting his ego take control of him, and he thinks that he's too big to disappear or to become unpersoned. And he unpersoned decides, is that the the terminology? That's my terminology. Okay. Yeah, nice. That's a very 1984 esque mm-hmm. way of putting it. He decides he's going to continue pushing on with the questioning. Have you ever read 1984? Do you like that? You ever heard of it? It's a pretty good book. You should check it out. You should check it out. Sometimes I really don't like talking to you. Uh, he believed that's. No, why do you do things? Like that? 
He be- yeah, I- I'm sure it's just as annoying for everybody else. Like it's, listening, uh, it's, it's totally fine. It's, it's a good whatever. One. You've been good about it. This is, it's very it's very uh, germane to this this yes. story. Yes. I'm sorry. I like dystopia. It's okay. He believed that since he was the biggest YouTube channel, he was too big to go missing, and eventually his actions caught up with him. Mm-hmm. So this is this is his actions keeping are catching up with him. This is interesting. This is like a, a thriller. The night had been dark. I was going to cut this part out, but then I read it and I was like, no, it's this is action-packed. Let me have it. The night had been dark. he just finished recording and adding his next video to the queue. Marzia, who's his girlfriend, mm-hmm. had already gone to sleep and his pugs were somewhere around the house doing retarded dog shit. I don't. I probably could have taken that part. Do we out, know when this was written? Do we have an idea when this was? No written? No idea. I just. I. I thought it was interesting that we have this really cool idea of a story and then retarded dog shit. Well, if it was written, <laughs> if it was written back in the dark ages when that yeah. was an accepted word for middle schoolers yeah. to say, then this is pretty prophetic. Yes. But if this is written today, then that's and it's it's timely. But that little in inclusion is tasteless. Yeah. It was quiet, not an enjoyable, relaxing quiet. The quiet you get before something bad happens. Something bad did happen. It came from the front of his home. The door blown off his hinges. He heard many footsteps, shouting of commands. Felix stood up from his chair and came around the corner, only to be met with the butt of a rifle to his face. He hit the ground hard and desperately tried to roll to the side as his assailant curb stomped the ground where he was laying. He'd managed to dodge and got a kick to the stomach as a reward. He blacked out from the pain and the rest was irrelevant. He felt as if the Google courtroom he'd been in wasn't actually legal, but he had no idea where it was. If it were in the right country, well, no law would be violated. Google kangaroo court. Yep. And PewDiePie reflects upon all this as he continues to walk to the cabin. Interesting. The house. So that's the end of chapter two. Nice. What do you think so far? Good. I'm excited to to hear what, what plane of existence he's in and why... So people just disappear and no one cares? They care, but they can't do anything about it. They think the, the explanation is that the celebrity got to them and they just had to go dark. Oh. so like when, when Yeah, when they'll post a video like, hey guys, like I'm yeah. just going to stop making videos for a little yeah. bit. Oh. And that's a good cover on YouTube's part. You no, know, maybe that's actually been happening. We don't know, dude. We have no idea. Devon Terrell, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He's like a singer. That's why YouTube. I don't know who it is. He well, he just posted a video saying that. Oh. I mean, he has probably have legitimate actual mm-hmm. reasons, but I'm just being conspiratorial now. Yeah, that's exciting. Chapter three. So Felix makes it to the house and he knocks. No one answers, so he turns the handle and it was locked. From this this point on, I'm just gonna be reading the story. Okay. So if you want the full thing, all the stuff I left out, go read it. If not, we're gonna we're gonna finish strong with the full story. Mm-hmm. He walked around the house and found there to be a small window on the left side. Pewd stood on his tiptoes and tried to grasp the handle. This one was also locked. However, Pewd's had the key for this one, a nearby brick on the ground. Nobody fucks with the nearby brick or the brick master. (laughs) After using his key on the window, Felix made a quick work of crawling up through the window. He found after most of his body was through, a piece of glass still remained where the window once was. The sharp pain caused up his leg caused him to cuss and fall unceremoniously to the ground. Standing up while rubbing his shoulders, Felix examined his leg. It wasn't deep, just a light scratch running down his leg. He grumbled about it as blood slowly leaked out of his body. Slightly limping around, Felix went over to the door. 
He made sure to unlock it in case he somehow ended outside again. Things had been weird lately, so nothing would surprise him at this point. Not even Marzia dressed like Barney. I don't really know where that came from, but oh, that's she doesn't she doesn't show up dressed as Barney. No, no, no. He's just saying nothing would surprise him. Uh, not even Marja dressed as Barney. Maybe that's a, a reference to their. It might be. I don't. Know. I don't. I mean, he posts a video a day, so it's hard to know everything. That's yeah, going you got to be pretty dedicated. Fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The seemingly one room structure. You know what? I always thought to be really interesting for like his. Um, like descendants his children yeah. and children's children when he's gone you'll have so much yes. it's like he'll never fade away well it is also a character that's true maybe they don't want to see that well because that's what's weird sometimes he'll post real videos of himself like mm-hmm. his travel vlogs are normally just mm-hmm. him but I mean, this in this society where people like uh, Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast and everything, they'll, oh, that's, they'll never, that's actually Joe Rogan. They'll never yeah. they'll never lose. No, people will never lose him. He'll always no. exist. You'll always know who he was. The yeah. permanence of the internet has made him essentially immortal. Yeah. And the other other thing is, if the internet isn't permanent, people still save those. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if you had you the know, internet's going to crash, save everything. If you like something, save it, including yeah. this podcast. Put it on a save thumb it drive. right now. Mm-hmm. We we need more downloads. Please just save it. Tell your friends. And when the YouTube police, you know what you got to do with that thumb drive. You got to you got to hide it. Listen, we're going to be the first to go because we're talking about the mm-hmm. real things. Exactly. We're calling out the conspiracies. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to hide it from YouTube. Yeah, thumb drives, thumb drives, and uh, print out frame by frame. Yep. The videos. Put it in a put it in a balloon. Swallow it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Also, you remember those old tape recorders, like actual tape. Mm-hmm record this podcast on one of those because that's the only way this can be safe we're recording this in a bunker right now yeah yeah basically the seemingly one room structure was scarcely decorated a computer well more a dinosaur really was on an old wooden desk against the wall a small battery powered tv lay on the floor next to it i've never seen a battery powered tv living in florida with all the hurricanes you never had a battery powered tv I mean, I guess, yeah, but uh, is that what they mean? Like one of those tiny three-inch screens? Yeah. Okay. Some of them have cranks on the side to get them yeah, going. Yeah, no, I had one of those. Yeah. yeah. That's it. A mattress with no sheets on it laid in the corner, and an empty bottle of some alcoholic beverage was next to it. There was an old ratty couch next to it, and above it hung a shattered mirror. No pieces of glass appeared to be on the couch or area around it. The walls were a dull brown color, and the ground beneath him concrete. Felix goes over and and investigates the computer first. Cords run up from a hole in the floor, and they plug it in and its tower. The computer appears to already have been turned on, just on standby. He moves the mouse, only to find the cord has been severed. Groaning, Felix hits the the enter key. A message comes up on the screen, adding a little bit of light. Hello, Felix. (laughs) Classic. Puzzled by this, PewDiePie starts typing. Hello? He hits enter again, and the message sends. War Games. You ever seen that movie? I love that movie. That's exactly what I was thinking Does not get enough credit. Please continue. Just a weird Everyone talks about Matthew Broderick in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is a great movie. That's totally fair, yeah. But War Games... He's a kid. Yeah. So, you know... That's just a that's a great movie. Go watch War Games. It's a very and it's it's very timely to the eighties, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's good. Yeah, there's quick plug there. Yeah, quick plug. Thank you for the sponsorship, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yes, and War Games. Hello. 
He hits enter again, and the message sends. There is a pause, and another message is sent. Enjoying your imprisonment? This causes him to roll his eyes. He's obviously not imprisoned, as he broke into the home. He's perfectly able to leave at any time, but walking across some desolate plain wasn't exactly one of his up-there goals. His response is simple. I'm hungry. You'll be able to find your own food in due time, Felix. Play the tape. What tape? The tape, Felix. The battery-powered mini-TV. It's already in it. Why? Play the tape. PewDiePie tries sending more, but his only response is to play the tape. He looks over at the TV, a mysterious object now. Is the tape on one of those cursed ones, or is the tape one of the cursed ones that will cause him to die in seven days? He supposed that's how long he'd last without any food, never mind water. With nothing better to do, he picks up the small TV and turns it on. The screen is static at first, then flickers a few times until a small black and white image of a man is shown. He adjusts his glasses and clears his throat. He looks super serious, too serious. He must be serious. Yes. Hello, Felix. Welcome to the only safe haven you will have for a long time. Are you enjoying your new home? I hope so. The door doesn't open, and that window you used is gone. The man smiles as he finishes his statement. This pause allows Felix to look over. The window is gone. Wood replacing it. He goes over and tries the door. It's been flipped, the lock now being on the inside. He struggles with it for a few seconds before giving up. Well, shit. Guess his precaution earlier was all for naught. Come, Felix. Sit back down and let me finish, the man laughs. Physically, Felix, you are now dead. We killed you over international waters, so don't worry about your family trying to hold a funeral. As for your house, it's gone now. Same with that annoying girlfriend. You should be happy. Her punishment was a lot less brutal than yours. We shot her just as she awoke. It was almost like she never did. Something hits PewDiePie in the chest. His feelings. Marcia is gone, and forever at that. Felix feels like breaking down and crying, but he doesn't. He keeps watching the man. We also did the same to your dogs. They tried attacking us after we took out the girl. Little shits. One of them fucked up my e- my elbow real bad. How could a pug get to your I elbow? I feel like a pug, yeah. Maybe it jumped off of something. Who knows? <laughs> it say, climbed to the top of the ring like WrestleMania. Yeah, and yep. just suplexed him or something. <laughs> RKO'd his elbow. They said they were pugs earlier, so they know that he has pugs. They know that he doesn't have, like, Dobermans or mm-hmm. Mastiffs. Anyways... Consciously, you live on, Felix. We transferred you onto the internet, where you can live forever inside our little encrypted server. That is, if we were nice. The man leans in close. We ain't. We are the future of our generation. Here at Google. Google is rapidly becoming the future. We are in every industry, even if some aren't the most legal. Our tech is in every government office, every weapon of mass destruction, every man, woman, or child smartphone. We are gods. His grin becomes darker than before and his tone lowers, and we're going to start being treated like it. Anyway, back to your poetic fate. You like video games, right? Good old horror games? Well, how good are you at them, really? I'm not going to go off like some annoying little kid about how you aren't a true gamer. But if you were, 
then this should be a breeze. Beat your games, Felix. Just go into their universe and live it out. Doesn't matter which ending you get. Doesn't matter who else dies. This is a you effort. If you make it, you win. If you are truly so good, so perfect at games, then you can do it. No lives, no power-ups. Your conscious will fade if you die. You will forever cease to exist. Survive, Felix, or die. The choice is yours. The computer over there will load up your first one. The man stands up. Game on, Felix. Do it for your bros. He laughs one last time. They're about to have it a lot harder. The screen goes dark. Only then does PewDiePie allow himself to cry. Not for himself, but for Marzia and his bros. He doesn't know how, but he is going to get revenge for them. He is going to save his bros, and he is damn well going to survive. End of fic. What? Wow. Yeah. Mm. I would love a second part. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, is this is this in the process of being written, or is this marked complete? I think they put three out of question mark. Ah. So I think they're they're considering okay. writing more. Wow. I think, if you're listening, um, please keep writing. If, I really like it. If you're listening, keep writing. And if you're listening and you're not the writer, get on there and yeah. leave some comments. Yeah, Let's why not? Try to yeah. in- encourage this person. Yeah, I, I like it. I, th- I thought it was good. This ends like this ends almost like an episode of the Twilight Zone, where yeah. it's like the protagonist has something they need to do, and they have an uphill battle that they have to fight. Yes, it's like their new world struggle. Very, very Twilight Zoney. Then it ends. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it, it kind of talks about the big corporations, and it also has a little bit of an anxiety for the future with the consciousness. Is this you know how they make like prequel comics, like a prequel comic yeah. for John Wick? Is this like a prequel story for that? Live PewDiePie gets scared in the video games. That's, <laughs> Probably this. And, That's pretty cool. If and, it is, and we're watching the consciousness of PewDiePie moving through the the game, video game world. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, so this is just an ad. That's we've crazy. stumbled upon an ad. Everything on the internet's an ad now. We got we got bamboozled. Yeah. Ah, I don't like it anymore. It's an ad. I still like it though. I thought it was good. Yeah, I actually really thought it was good. Yeah, I like the story. I, the writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were a little repetitive at times, mm-hmm. but. I thought it was good. No, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. That's the good one. Sure. That's uh, PewDiePie's Majestic Adventure. I don't think the, the title. The title's a little teasing because you don't get the adventure. You just kind of get the setup. But I like the setup. Title's title could have been stronger. Yes. Who am I to... I mean, I've never understood titles. You know, like no. there was a period in like you know back when like the fifty in the fifties when music came out. Yeah, it, you know when, when music was invented in the yeah 50s, when music was invented. Um, someone would write a song like oh like you know run around Sue and then sit, yeah. proceed to say run around Sue a hundred times in the song. So You're just like, talking about Little Richard. Yeah, exactly. That's all Little Richard did. Yeah, just yeah. you know a couple cor- couple blues chords and then say the title of the yep. song. And then there was a shift where it was like this song is called Water. And then they would just <laughs> go way off the deep end. Not only '90s kids remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, I never really got that. I never thought I was smart enough. So maybe this is just that—an yeah. instance of that. Yeah. I think it. I think it could have been something else. I think it could have been a little darker. Because PewDiePie's greatest adventure or uh, majestic adventure. You know, it sounds like a fun. Perhaps this author had planned a, a redemptive arc. Yeah. So maybe there was a majestic adventure at yeah. one point. There, are, there been. are notes. This person's apartment is just lined with paper notes and strings connecting. Yeah. They had this huge universe planned, and they just they never got to it. Maybe Google censored them. 
Wow. I like to think Google. Archive of Our Own has a dedicated team that, that keeps it all Cyber safe. warriors. Yes. Like, you can't get to us, Google. Yes. The, uh, the uh, sentinels on the, in the edge of their kingdom just protecting the citizens. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, are you ready for the second fic? Yeah. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. All right, so I've been told that for the Harry Potter fic, we should, or I should have tried to use British accents. It's more entertaining when I read with voices, even Boy. if they're bad. Is that what people are saying? That's what I've been told. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you, I suck at British accents. So, luckily... We have, we both, we, we, neither of us have any sort of training. No. Yep. Luckily, this is not British, the, the accent in this, but it's two pretty distinct voices. I'm going to do my best to do both of them. Okay. Last week, when, when we were recording, mm-hmm. what was the one that you missed? Like, when you said, I missed this? I miss this. Yeah. You miss that type of story. Oh, the um, <clears throat> more profane, yeah. uh, sensual, yeah. romantic. So I didn't want to get into this. Like I said, I don't want to limit us mm-hmm. to just the dirty ones. But However. If the people want it. If the, one, if the people want it. Two, them. we did already do a really good one. I thought the PewDiePie one was great. Sure. So this is a little treat. Uh, if you're listening with your children... Cover their ears for the next 20 or 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, just from experience, if you're listening with your parents, cover their ears, too. Are you, have you shown this to your parents? No, no, or, your, or your guardians. I'm just saying it. The, oh, okay. the level the, of, um, of, uh, of filth that we approach yeah. should be heard by almost no one. Yeah. Just turn it off right now, anyone yep. who's listening. Walk away. We have warned you. Turn it off, walk away. This is the squick. Walk this away. Is your, these are your squicks right here. Our tag is walk away if you did thespians this piece is asterisk for everything i think please rise and exit the theater yes are you ready it's called holes i don't know if i'm ready bill spongebob looked down at his feet and blushed unable to meet his lover's eyes this would be the sponge's first time engaging in sexual intercourse and he felt extremely nervous do you want to guess who he's dating he said bill yeah is it a real person or is it a fictional character? It's a real person. It's Bill Cosby, isn't it? Better. But close. Bill Clinton. He had been secretly dating former president Bill Clinton for a while now, but they had never seen one another nude before. Hey, Bill, he's taking it slow. Bill's, yeah, finally taking it slow. <laughs> Good it for took him. him long enough. Good for him. He finally learned his lesson. I am not here. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if Bill didn't think he was sexy? He knew it was just a fling, but Spongebob wanted his first time to be perfect. It's totally natural. He wanted it to be a moment he'd treasure forever with absolutely no regrets. Luckily, Bill seemed to understand. He placed his hand under the sponge's chin and lifted his head. That little red chin. (laughs) (laughs) This one's for you, Steven Hillenberg. Looking back at him now were two large, innocent blue eyes unmatched in beauty. They put his wife, Hillary's, to shame. A thought which made him feel a bit guilty. Doesn't Hillary also have blue eyes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bill had promised his wife he would never cheat with another woman again. <laughs> <laughs> now I know that first time, but <laughs> never again. The first five times were a mistake. But he had never said anything about having an affair with a sponge. Still, he knew it was wrong to be seeing Spongebob like this. 
especially since the gullible sponge was unaware that he was married. The former president... Nah, How is SpongeBob? He lives in a pineapple under the sea. He doesn't keep up with current American politics. But he still knows he's a former president. Yeah. Honestly, if you told me right now Bill Clinton was in a club somewhere, hidden on some like 18-year-old, and be like, I was the president, mm-hmm. and didn't mention Hillary, and they didn't Well, piece people that know together, who Hillary is now. It, if you told me that there was someone dumb enough out there that didn't know that they were married, I'd say I believe you. They wouldn't try to Google him? No. Check, fact check them? People don't do that. All right. They just take people for their word. We should get away from that because Google's trying to control the world. That's a so. good point. They don't Google it. They bing it. Boom. Because it's not Google. Exactly. They dogpile it. Yeah. The former president would need to be careful. That was sure. You're beautiful, SpongeBob. More beautiful than any sponge I've ever met. The pair began to remove one another's clothing, taking it as slowly as SpongeBob needed. He was still nervous, but Bill's words had reassured him that everything would be okay. He was a kind and loving man, as well as experienced sexually, a fact SpongeBob was both thankful for and disappointed in. Does SpongeBob, how does SpongeBob know that he's experienced? Has he been told this? Probably, I'm sure. By Bill. Perhaps, or maybe his confidence just kind of clued him in, Mm. you know. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. But he's made it many times. He's made it many times with many ways and in bad places in terrible places with cigars yep. yeah on one hand he was glad bill would know what to do and would be able to guide him through his first time with ease on the other hand he was a bit sad that he wasn't his lover's first by far by damn far as he wanted to be his fully Regardless, he would try his best to relax and enjoy what was to come. Having removed his final piece of clothing, both the man and Sponge studied each other's bodies closely, amazed at the difference between them. (laughs) SpongeBob had seen humans in bathing suits at the beach before, and he actually wrote on the back of David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff, yes. And Antonio Banderas, he fought him in the other movie. In the new one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he had never seen one completely nude. Bill, out. Oh. <laughs> I'm calling BS on this uh, first part of the sentence before I even read it. Okay. Bill was absolutely flawless, save for a bit of flab and several liver spots, courtesy of his old age. Are you, uh, are you body shaming the former president, Bill Clinton? I kind of am. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that just reflects more on you than Bill, doesn't it? That's fine. We're not talking. We're talking about Bill, not Thickery. Uh, not yeah, Thickery. No, we're talking about Bill. We're talking yeah. about Bill. Where was I? Oh, it was no surprise when Sponge's Sponge Dong came to attention almost immediately, surprising the man before him with its sudden erectness. Is it like? Does it also have sponge tendencies where if it gets wet, it like swells up and and uh, or gets heavy? And I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's the other way around. I think the the natural male penis already has sponge tendencies. It is. It's actually. It's, it's actually absorbent. Called, it's called spongiform tissue down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. You learned something. Spon- I think uh, it's spongiform. You learn like something that you need to vigorously drink to forget every day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I didn't know these things. Mm. Well, looky here. I didn't know you had such a big willy. Gosh dang! Look at that thing. Gosh dang! Look at that, look at thing. that thing. That's our new podcast. Gosh catch dang! Phrase. Look at that thing. Oh, man. Hit single coming up. I'm sorry. Oh, I keep interrupting. No, it's fine. It's this, there's a lot to know here. There's a lot to digest. SpongeBob blushed in embarrassment, though he felt pride as well. 
He was glad Bill was impressed with his size. Though the sponge could see why, as the man's winky was tiny in comparison. He didn't mind, though. To SpongeBob, Bill was perfect. Regardless of his micropeener. Not micropenis, micropenis. That's one I haven't heard. That might have been micropenis. That might be a typo. I hope it is. I hope it's not. Is it I R P E N I R or P E N R? P E E N E R. Micropenis. Wait, wait, say that again. P E E N E R. E R. Okay. I don't know if they're doing like pinier, like a a Spanish verb, but no, pinier. I don't know. There's a Spanish verb for penis? No, I'm just saying. That would seem, it it would look like a Spanish verb. Oh, okay. Tu peniste. I um, I'm glad you approve, Bill. I just couldn't help myself. Why does SpongeBob so sound sexy. like my grandma? I don't know. <laughs> I I'm not good at the SpongeBob voice, okay? But I was told it entertains, it adds value to the podcast, and that's all we're here for. Yes, that's all we're here for. Bill's tiny doodle was ecstatic to hear this, as it rose in arousal after having heard the sponge's praise of him and his undoubtedly flawless physique. I totally off, you know, off subject here. I also want to give one thumb, you know, an extra thumbs up to the PewDiePie one for mm-hmm. not saying incredulously. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear yeah. that at all. I just thought of that, and I, I'm hoping it's not used in this one. I don't know how it could be. They but say if it whilst. Is, was whilst mentioned? Whilst is another one, but it wasn't in the PewDiePie one. I don't. I don't think it was. Mm. I know, SpongeBob. I know. Very carefully, he gripped the sponge's waist and laid him gently on the bed, placing soft kisses all over his porous body. He could tell by his lover's facial expression that he was enjoying it greatly, and soon enough, quiet moans began to escape his lips. Mm. Oh yeah, Bill. The man began to caress him, taking his massive schlong in hand. Ah! Oh. A loud gasp was... Oh, I'm sorry, SpongeBob one. Ah! <laughs> a loud gasp... Ah. <laughs> a loud gasp was uttered from SpongeBob's lips, but he did not protest further. After making sure he was fine, Bill began to slide his hand up and down in a steady rhythm around the sponge's member. Member. Feeling it twitch in pleasure. In a daring move, the former president placed his mouth over the tip. Inter- I would not have expected Bill to be the one so proactive here. He's got to teach him. He seems more predatory, like he's forcing them to do it, but not in this. He's a tender lover in this, I must say. Well, um, for someone, when he's dealing with someone who's so inexperienced, he has to teach him the ways he wants to be Oh my God! Pleasured. So this is kind of like. Yes. Um, you ever watch? Did you ever watch that R. Kelly documentary? No. He would take. You know, he'd like train people. Yeah. So he would get these. You know, the often underage girls, which is terrible. It's a fan. Surviving R. Kelly got to watch. Yeah. It. They're re-airing it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, he would take like these girls and he would make them engage in intercourse with, with other people, just mm-hmm. like nonstop, and then he would go with them because. I mean, they're inexperienced. He doesn't want that. He wants so he wants young girls, but he yep. wants them to be experienced. I mean, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta pleasure him. And he also, it was also like a mental um, tactic to completely break them down. That that kind of reminds me of what I know about Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. where he's like very controlling and wants to like. At one point, he makes her take birth control, mm-hmm. which I, I guess he has like a doctor like inject her with one of the birth controls or something. It's a love story for our age. Yes. And you can also find herpes on pages of public libraries copies. That actually happened. 
Oh, gross. You about that? Oh, my God, no. They, they, these Wait, look, so if you rented it out of the... If you bought it out of the library, you would get... They they did a couple test swabs of some of the pages, and they found herpes on the pages. I, have, I go to the library a lot. I have never considered... They don't clean books, so you can't clean no. books. No. I'm done with books. Yeah. Books were over. I, that's kind of why I buy books. That's I'm more of reasons. a germaphobe than an, an a reader, so that's that part of my life is, <laughs> is done. Just stick to fanfic, friend. It's, it's done. It's on your computer. It's all your germs. Yes. I'm going to lock myself yes. in and just stick to the screens. Yeah. That's a good reason to never read right there. Whew. Just don't just don't check out a Fifty Shades of Grey book, and I think you're fine. That's why fanfic is, is yeah. probably like the the number one doctor-approved form of literature. No, that technically is fanfic, but whatever. Yeah. 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 Online fanfic. Where were we? Oh, where were we? Okay. <laughs> SpongeBob had his left. Ah! And then Bill to began town. to slide his hand up and down in a steady rhythm around yep. the sponge he member. Put, he's got his mouth feeling yep. a twitch in pleasure. In a daring move, the former president placed his mouth over the tip, interrupting SpongeBob's moans for a brief second. He licked and licked as though he were devouring an ice cream cone, gradually moving down towards the shaft. The sponge texture was dry and odd to the taste, but he persisted, determined to give SpongeBob the time of his life. That actually—that makes uh, that make, <laughs> the time of my life. Now I'm just picturing SpongeBob running up to Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton lifting him. way before. Exactly. Nice. Well, that would make sense if he's filleting SpongeBob. His mouth would get dry because sponges. Hmm. Yeah, taking absorbing all of the. The spit. This author knows what they're doing. Yeah, they thought it out, sadly. The logistics of it. I'm gonna... Bill stopped immediately Oof. and flipped the sponge onto his stomach. He refused to let SpongeBob finish yet. There were so many holes he still needed to fill. What a sentence. And he wasn't going to let it end without experiencing all the sponge had to offer. What are you? Shh, just trust me, all right? It's time you put these holes to a good use. I just want to point out, no one can see it. Alex is doing the uh, traditional politician uh, thumb wag. That's how I get in. Uh, for all the presidents, I can do a somewhat decent uh, impression of mm-hmm. besides Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the hands really high, yep. pinched. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can do your A blinking. Part of it. Hey, guys. Let's go Let's see a play. Slay. Oh, God. And then for George Washington's like, I did not cut down that cherry tree. <laughs> he was Virginian, so mm-hmm. he probably had an accent like that. Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, part of the impressions are the, the physical. You, you can't just do it in the voice. Yeah, I just want to make sure that the listener... That's fine. Because I'm getting the full re- benefit see of it. it. Yeah. I feel selfish yeah. to... to... Like uh, in... in He's also wearing full costume. Full costume, yes. Mm-hmm. And I have a cigar in yeah. my mouth. I'm ready to place it in one of SpongeBob's holes. Mm-hmm. I need to experience it. Mm-hmm. And then SpongeBob to Bill Clinton says, Uh, okay. Very slowly, Bill inserted his pee-pee into... Really? His pee-pee? Into... We talked about this, how yeah. almost every usage of the yeah. word has to be yeah. a different form of it. Into one of SpongeBob's many holes, feeling his lover clench as he did so. It was a strange sensation for a man. A feeling of roughness and dryness tickled his genitals, something he was not used to. Imagine if Sponge ha- SpongeBob had the suds. He'd probably be better for this. Oh, because he's um, he's saturated. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a you know, a soapy uh, 
lubricated ish material or yeah yeah probably yeah but then bill clinton would catch the suds and yeah it would be like I'm why sure does not bill the clinton first thing he's caught that'd be all over the national choir why does bill clinton, clinton have, have the, the suds? suds and spongebob yeah. also has the suds they were seen leaving yeah. an la hot spot together it would blow up i did not have sexual relations with that sponge there it is that should yeah. have been the name of this episode yeah, should, yeah. holes is still pretty, pretty solid good. are you all right spongebob yeah, yeah. SpongeBob wasn't used to such a sensation either, but he trusted Bill and knew he wouldn't hurt him. So far, this hadn't been as bad as he thought. He was enjoying what his lover was doing, and he managed to relax. Whatever Bill did, he knew he would be fine. After a moment, Bill continued to pump away, letting out several loud moans of his own. One after another, he switched holes, wanting to try to try each one at least once various diameters yes mm-hmm. some were a tighter fit than others but all of them were pleasurable to well, both sponge he had a, he had and a, man he has a micro peener right micro peener so most of them are probably loose probably fits. yeah 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 fuck yeah <laughs> bill began to quit quicken his pace pounding harder and deeper there are no words for him to describe how good he was feeling right now. Mm. To put it simply, it was as if he had ascended to heaven and was having sexual intercourse with an angel itself. He knew he would come at any moment. Oh, but, but. before SpongeBob could utter another word, Bill's, Bill's cum exploded inside of him. Mm-hmm. Hillary! <gasps> and his orgasmic days, the only thing he pictured was his wife as he had secretly been imagining he was making love to his wife all along oh my goodness unfortunately it was no longer a secret now if you remember spongebob didn't know he's married right he had made the mistake of giving in too far to his true desires and would now have to face the consequences who the fuck is hillary in a fit of tears and anger spongebob turned himself right side up and confronted his lover head on wait real quick bill clinton is not a good lover he got spongebob close to the edge and Mm -hmm. then used all of his holes finished and spongebob still isn't done and won't be now well yeah i mean well i I think bill clinton obviously because he got carried away said the name of his wife I think um, he's this seasoned lover, but uh, he got wrapped up in the moment. He had a plan, yeah. obviously, because he set SpongeBob up and he said, "Nope, okay. not yet, not yet." Um, I have a lot of faith in the former president, uh, mm-hmm. but also I like to picture SpongeBob like gathering the blankets yeah. up, and just like moving away, all yeah. hurt. This Sponge- is this is taking a turn. Yeah, SpongeBob turned himself right side up and confronted his lover head on, all the while soaking up Bill's cum as it was currently coating uh, his insides. Not the tacos. What a shame! The sponge hadn't even been able to finish. I'm so glad me and the author are on the same page on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The former president president desperately tried to fix the situation, but to no avail. SpongeBob knew he wasn't mistaken. As someone by the name Hillary had called Bill's phone before, he had let it slide. SpongeBob's such a thought. He's creeping on Bill's phone. He is. Wanting to give his lover the benefit of the doubt, but he could now see that he shouldn't have. Liar! Miss Hillary called your phone before. You said she was just a co-worker. <laughs> Let me see your texts, yeah. Bill. Let Show me see me them. the receipts. <laughs> SpongeBob wiped away his tears and turned away, not wanting to look Bill in the eyes. His first time was supposed to be special, oh, wow. something he could look back on fondly for years to come. Damn. The man knew this, and yet he went out of his way to betray him. She, she's my wife. 
There was no point in lying now. The sponge was smarter than he looked. The man never thought he would have remembered such a thing after all this time, seeing as how he couldn't even remember what he ate that morning the majority of the time. Wife? The way SpongeBob said that word gave him the chills. Mm. It sounded so cold and hateful, completely unlike the cheerful and bubbly sponge he had come to admire. It was understandable, given what had just occurred, but something just didn't seem quite right. Yes, SpongeBob, I'm sorry. I never wanted to hurt you. Bill hoped he could see how remorseful he was, and eventually forgive him. It was true, he never wanted to hurt the sponge. It was a mistake, and it never should have gone this far. He had made SpongeBob's first time a disaster, mm -hmm. and for that he was deeply sorry. Yeah. He didn't deserve that. I see. Kitchen knife in hand, SpongeBob finally turned to face his ex-lover. What, was the kitchen knife in the bedroom or something? Uh, maybe they're in like a studio? Apartment? Studio. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, I like that. Yeah, they're in like a studio yeah, high-rise yeah, in Manhattan. The place where Bill takes all of his lovers. Yeah, SpongeBob eyes, thought he was special and he's not. Eyes wide shut kind oh, of deal. Oh, yes. Yeah. His face was expressionless and his eyes no longer shone in the innocence and cheerfulness he was known for. He was hollow on the inside and outside. And for once in his life, the former president felt fear. What? What are you doing? Don't get all crazy on me now. Bill started to back away, frantically searching for the door. He didn't make it far, however, as the sponge was far too fast for him. Before he had a chance to react, SpongeBob lunged forward, swinging the knife at his neck. You got me. I'm crazy, but only because I ever trusted you. Mm. Die. One clean cut and Bill's severed head laid on SpongeBob's bedroom floor. Mm. Oh, excuse me, SpongeBob's room. His body quickly followed, leaving nothing but the remains of the man formerly known Wait, as Wait, it's SpongeBob's room? They're yeah. underwater. Uh, maybe. maybe SpongeBob moved up topside yeah. when he's he a sponge. He doesn't need to be Bill. underwater. Okay. Yeah. Formerly known as the president of the U.S. of A. After giving Gary his dinner, oh, SpongeBob climbed into bed. He watched as the snail crawled onto his new bed, courtesy of dear old Bill Clinton himself. Oh, so Bill paid for it. Oh. Gary refused to use it at first because of the horrid stench, but he eventually became used to it. Surprisingly, it was quite comfy. Good night, Gary. SpongeBob turned out the light and turned toward the object laying next to him. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. gave it a quick kiss and smiled, closing oh, yeah. his eyes. Good night, Bill. End of story. Mm -hmm. What'd you think? Um, I, yeah, I, I think you had we had to get through the uh, kind of gross sex stuff just to get there but nice uh kind of uh like Bates Motel kind of yeah. psycho yeah. Uh, ending there so I want to go through our list of tropes and see how many we hit sure in this that short span of time yeah. also Bill he never liked Spongebob because he never valued him mm -hmm. he never like oh yeah I never assumed that, that you would see and put together two and two together the names like he totally was not on the same mm -hmm. level as Spongebob it's Bill. making me. It's making me think if there are some dynamics there with Bill and Thickery, uh -huh. and whether or not they're doing it anymore. And maybe, you know, he's through his years of cheating on her. She has pushed him away. She's. He still loves her, though. He still yeah, thinks about and her, and so he has a needs a release. Yeah, needs a release. Needs that she won't have it anymore mm -hmm. because of all the times he's hurt her. Mm -hmm. So he just goes out searching for sponges and interns, mm -hmm. and he does something like that. Right. 
but all the while he's looking for thickery. He's well, thinking of thickery. Yeah, I think this. I, th- I think this gives him a little more credit. It could on that front. I don't know if he deserves it, but right. it certainly a little, does a give little him more credit more. than yeah. I think he than he actually has. Trope one: no lube needed for sex. Hit it. That is very hit. Yeah. Hit, hit very Two: hard. no condoms. Hit that. Of course, yeah. Well, don't need to worry about Three, it. Three: tongues battle for dominance. Not in there. No. Nope. Four: no normal sex. None. I don't think that's normal. He was... He's a sponge. Sponge, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, I would say N.A. on that yeah. one. Yeah. Five, never any bad sex. Nope. It was no. all good. Even yeah. when it was dry, it felt good for mm-hmm. Bill. Uh, even when SpongeBob was having... SpongeBob does mention that he's like, oh, you know, I don't know, yeah. but I'm still enjoying I'm the still process. Enjoying it, yeah. Six, losing virginity. Right oh, there. Of course. Seven, impossible sex positions. No. No. It was pretty normal. It was pretty normal. I mean, well, yeah. unless you're counting like... Again, let's say N.A. Yeah. Eight, gushing vaginas. No vaginas. None. None. Nine, overplayed gay sex stereotypes. I'd say no. I think they were pretty uh, progressive in this one. Yeah, I mean, SpongeBob was pretty clingy. This is his first yeah, lover. I so, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty common... I, think, I don't think that's gay, though. I think a lot of people are like that. Okay. I knew a lot of dudes who were straight sure. that were pretty clingy. But that's also, I mean, also the, the stereotype is that dudes are like, uh, whatever. Yeah. But unless they take on, and women yeah. are more attached, so when someone's gay and they take on I guess on you're right. I, guess, I wouldn't say it's overplayed, but would, it's, it's, it's in there. It's I would say this one's up to interpretation. This person wanted to write a story about two characters. I don't think they necessarily brought that dynamic into no. it. No prep for sex. I'll say yeah. Nope, they hop to it. Yeah, first time anal isn't painful. Does it count? Because all of his holes did it and they wasn't painful. He did talk about it being dry. Yeah, but he said it didn't hurt. Um, it was pleasurable. Okay. Well, and SpongeBob obviously doesn't find, yeah. feel any pain. So Multiple ways of referring to a penis. I think we're right up there with that one. Yep. He did say pee-pee. He hit, he hit our favorite, member. Yeah. Member. He did say member. Bring back member, everybody. Vagina referred to as tasting sweet or fruity. No vagina. Not in there. 14, fingers called digits. No digits used. Such a waste. Thank God. Dang. Penis leaks pre-cum. Nope. None. None. No refractory period for men. Nah, not applicable. one round, yeah. Yeah. Man feels the walls of the vagina clench as he is sent over the edge. No vagina. Again. Mm-hmm. A lot of moaning. There was a lot of moaning. Sure. Uh, no cleanup necessary by virtue of the sponge. No cleanup necessary. Right. And yeah. and it sounds like SpongeBob let Bill Clinton lay where he fell. Yeah. So no cleanup for the murder either. Mm-hmm. Canon straight characters engaging in gay sex. That's the last one. It depends on whether or not you How think, you read SpongeBob. Does SpongeBob even have a sexuality? I think he's a kid, and it's for uh-huh. kids. I don't think SpongeBob actually has one. And what's the canon of Bill Clinton? He's supposed to be, I what, honestly think Bill Clinton's bi. Okay. Like, if you told me Bill Clinton was bi, I'd be like, yeah. Okay. I would believe it. But, but, think, his, but canonically, Bill Clinton is straight. Straight, yeah. He has a child who is not straight, but he has mm-hmm. a child and a wife mm-hmm. and was the president. Yeah. So, so according, to, according to canon. I guess we hit that trope. <sighs> Reluctantly, we hit that trope yeah yeah mm-hmm. what'd you think um yeah no i, I kind of i do like when they when they try to make it a, something more than just your paint by numbers yeah. sex story yeah um, this was different i don't know why someone put bill clinton and spongebob together but they did nothing wrong with that that's totally fine yeah it's almost like they went to like a random name yeah generator. like okay spongebob and bill clinton mm-hmm. all right make it work Boom. Gosh dang, look at that thing. Was Gosh born. dang, look at that thing. It was born. That was good. That's this uh, this fanfic's greatest contribution to society. Gosh dang, look at that thing. Mm-hmm. There was another one. What's the, what's the other one? 
I was just so enraptured with gosh dang, look at that yeah, thing. Yeah. That one's that one's pretty good. I was already thinking of t shirts and mugs. Yeah, gosh dang, look at that thing. It's micro peener. Tattoos. Too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh dang, look oh, also the flawless Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. I mean Oh, Sponge Dong. Sponge Dong. Sponge Dong. Yeah. yeah. SpongeBob Sponge Dong. Mm-hmm. Was that one word hyphenated? No, it was two separate words. Okay. Yeah. I guess you should hyphenate Sponge it. Dong Sponge Dong tight pants. Dong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I liked it. I liked that one. I think we had some pretty good fix. Sure. This time around, mm-hmm. what do you think? Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we we were a little we went heavy with the first one. Yeah, and uh, lightened I mean, it up at the end. Lightened it up with some some sex and murder yeah. and Sponge revenge. Dong. Yeah, yeah. and the a, second one, a real tale of love, honestly. Yeah, of lovers betrayed and crossed, and I would say this was a pretty normal first time experience, based on your experience. What? <laughs> yeah so i think uh i think we're done what do you think it was a pretty good pretty good episode yeah yeah, yeah. well if if people really want to know my thoughts they should listen to my parallel podcast oh. where i live listen to the episode and then yeah. break it down and step then, by step and then break it down and then you have a, you have a yeah name. breaking down that one uh-huh yeah and then there's a, a podcast that's perpendicular to all of those where we just scream the whole time yeah. about about how we need money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beg for money. Mm-hmm. No different than what I do on a daily, but <laughs> it's no big deal. It's whatever. So yeah, if, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil that. It is a it is a four and a half hour podcast, so I'm not gonna spoil it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of silence, but it's it's good. You should give it a listen. Sometimes you can hear me crying, but mm-hmm. it's no different than mm-hmm. like a regular day. Right. Well, I make you sit in the corner because I don't have any recording no, equipment, yeah. so I just have to take yeah. over your apartment for four hours. That's fine. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Sit there and read. Get a lot of reading done that way. Hopefully, it's, hopefully it's not with a physical book. No, never. I don't want herpes. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? Yikes. That's something I learned in this episode that I'll carry with me forever. Yeah. Much like herpes, I'll carry with you me for a long forever. time. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine uh, picking up a Fifty Shades of Grey like a Goodwill. Mm, that thing is a cesspool. Ugh. Gross. No thanks. I already feel dirty walking into That's Goodwill. like a biological bomb. Yeah. You know? And I love Goodwill. I'm not saying anything bad about Goodwill. Yeah, of I course. feel dirty when I walk in there. I wash everything before yeah, I wear it. Of course. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. Absolutely. Yeah. So if we, if our dear, amazing listeners... Listen to all seven. If you're all caught up, if you're all caught up, and you're still hungry you're for still more. Hungry for more. Where should they turn to, Ryan? They should turn to this other podcast that we've yeah. been listening to. Yeah, we've been listening to. We've been getting into the Parn Family. Parn Family. Parn Family. The Tennish. Tennish. Tennish podcast. Tennish podcast. The number ten one zero I S H podcast. And it's it's not like Tennish like no like how not Sean tennis. Connery would yeah. say let's play some tennis. Let's play some tennis. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, it's ten ish. Yeah, and yes. um, it's it's good. it's really good. Yeah, it's just it's two guys, and yeah. they break down. They have a new top ten, eh, little wiggle room ish ish list, and they break down. They break it down in, yeah. uh, on various topics. Uh, very similar to us, they're, they're kind of a mix of uh, comedy and information. You know, mm-hmm. they try to be as informed. A lot of information. They're probably with those more guys. informed than we yeah. are. I, I learned, and it's that. almost like a game show. Kind yeah. of as you play along, you're guessing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're actively participating. And, and, and you know, if you are well versed on their their list, you can guess. If not, you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sit there and learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know but what I like about them? Yeah. You can tell their voices apart. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty distinct. That's a lot better than ours. Yeah. Way better than ours. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's very good. 
Uh, but no, they have they have like best selling video game consoles. Mm-hmm. Would you say uh, the one that you you really liked? Oh yeah, the one the one I was actually was listening to it on the way over here is the uh, the most commonly used most used nouns. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's actually yeah. twenty. I think twenty or twenty five. Twenty. Um, and that one is good. There's like they got a good rapport. Yeah, it's a nice it's a it's a nice listen. They're funny, funny guys. It's twenty four. 24. 24. Ooh, 24. Maybe they we'll also have like most graphic. Googled people, favorite grocery items of America, popular dog breeds. So they do a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. they probably put a lot more time into theirs than we do. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. I would, I, would, I would very confidently say that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so if you guys have – only if you've caught up on us. Right. Hey, yeah. if you haven't heard all of yeah. our episodes multiple times. Do you know how many callbacks we make all the time? Me referencing callbacks – is a callback. As soon as you get done, you got to start again to make sure you yeah. catch all yeah, of the Yeah, make sure you listen twice and then go listen. So once to these you've guys. listened, bought our merch, yeah. then you can go ahead Buy that merch. and listen to the Tennis podcast. Yes. yes. But remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Uh, what's what's a over what's overcast a, overcast? There's so many casts. I'm All sorry. The cast. We're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. Tumblr. I really haven't checked that in probably a month. But Tumblr. What if we're blowing up on Tumblr? We're, yeah, we're you, gotta massive, get on I gotta you gotta get on that. You gotta make Tumblr. sure. I always say I don't go on there. At mm-hmm. this point, there's not even a Tumblr. I'm just making the joke. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. There really is. Follow it. Follow it. Blow it up. Uh, YouTube, yeah, Twitter, mm-hmm. all that. Give us those downloads. We're on Fireside now, so we're... Uh, Alex, is uh, he's actually an accomplished uh, jazz pianist. Yes. He'll, he'll show up and do some spots yes, in the uh, Sanford, Florida jazz underground scene. Absolutely. So go out and support him. Go out and support that. Yeah, guys. Thank you very much. Are there any, any final thoughts or any remember twos, Ryan, you got? Remember to... Um, Remember to lubricate. I was going to say, remember to God dang, look, look at, at that, that thing. thing. <laughs>